Hi traders, welcome to the Betfair Trading Community podcast, which is the Trading Junkies podcast. Again, it's me, it's Ryan Carruthers. You can probably tell that my voice is different to Martin's. Martin always says I sound like Carl Frock. Sadly, I don't box like him. Uh, last week, I did a, a start of a series where we did a podcast series about before, during and after trading. This is the during section. I'd like to take this opportunity now before we start just to thank everybody for listening. Um, you probably sat at the computer or driving to work or on your lunch break or walking around with your headphones in. Massively appreciate the fact that you actually listen to these uh, and give us some cracking feedback. So as I said in the last episode, I would be back and this one is about what I do personally when I'm trading, like actually the thoughts I'm going through when I'm actually live in the trade to hopefully give you give you some insight into, into that. I won't talk about the before because we covered that in the last podcast. So if you want to listen to that, that's on the podcast page. So let's start, guys. So, for example, let me set the scene now. I'm now sat at the computer. The event is about to start. I have looked over my notes. I'm ready to get trading. I know what my trading plan is. I know what my entry point is. And I know what I'm waiting for. And I also know that my system is working. So I'm going to break this down now into my three main sports in which I trade. I'm going to start with the NFL because it's the easiest one to start with. I usually do a write-up for the members on a particular game where I, where I sorry, have identified matchups of a player versus player. So what I really like to do, guys, is I delve deep into stats and I am looking for certain matchups so that might be a defensive lineman who I know a wide receiver might get the better of consistently and then I will look for other matchups and then I will try and trade that game so the way I love to trade is in the NFL is to lay the, the team that has scored a touchdown so I'm looking for a team where they're now going to get the ball back on their offense and their offense is going to be stronger than the other team's defense. So now what I'm looking for when I'm getting into that trade is, is my original thoughts to enter that trade, is it still happening? So I'm constantly assessing. So if I'm looking for a quarterback that is hitting his wide receivers because I know that the giving that his offensive line is going to give him the time to be able to drop back and throw that ball to his wide receivers. And they're going to hold off the other team's defense for long enough to do that. I know that I need that to happen for my trade to go on and to continue. So if that's not happening, then I can reduce my loss straight away and get out. And if it is happening, then I can stay in. That's for the NFL. So again, you can see that I'm really looking all the time. I'm constantly assessing. I'm going back to my notes. I'm looking at, you know, is that is the matchup for the player, is it working? How, how are my team looking? How are they looking physically? How are they looking mentally? What's the coach like? Is he irate? Is he shouting at those players? Does that work for that team and that, those players? What's my notes on those players? And that's all on my trading plan. And I keep referring back to that while I'm watching the, the match to see 
that my initial thoughts are right. If they're not, then I get out. If they're correct, then I let that trade go on until we hit my potential profit, my exit. If it hits my potential profit, I take that and I move on. If it, take, if it hits my stop loss, I take that and I move on. So that's the NFL. That's the easiest one to start with, guys, because it's quite simple the way I trade the NFL. Tennis is very similar to the NFL on how I match players up. It's how I've always traded. Everybody who has listened to me speak about tennis trading or has read anything I've ever done about tennis, I am all about the data and trying to find those mis this, those mismatches. I can't even say that. And I don't jump in straight from the start. So I'm now sat at the computer again. The tennis has started. I'm watching the match. I will always let both players take a serve. Always. And I know, just before the tennis match, I just have a quick look over. Say we're Murray versus Federer. I know that Federer has an absolutely solid backhand and Murray is a slower starter. That is the kind of things in which I'm looking for in my trade. I'm assessing that just in the first two games and I'm assessing how Murray plays. We know he's a counter-puncher. So if I know someone's a counter-puncher and they're a slower starter, then I'm looking for those attributes in that trade. So, and I want to know in, in tennis, I want to know, are they hitting the lines? In those first two games, what's happening? Are they going cross-court? What's happening? Are they missing the lines? Are they not? Are they pulling back from their shots? So they're playing quite conservative. They normally go for that line and they're not going for that line. They're just dropping just way short of it into no man's land. Are they a serving volley player? Are they coming in at the right opportunity? All of those things are in my mind when I'm assessing the trade. So when they've both taken a serve, if I feel confident that my initial thoughts are still stacking up, then I can back the player that I initially thought was going to do well because I've seen that they've started quite well. The initial thoughts and feelings I had about that player they're continuing and they are going into those points the way I want them to and their opponent is also going in. I'm looking at strengths and weaknesses. If their strengths, my player's strengths, are now dominating my the other player, the opposing player's weaknesses, that's a good looking trade for me. So I will back that player. I will back that player and I will then wait. I've And I'm constantly, now I'm in the trade. I'm constantly assessing again, guys, all the time. Back to those original thoughts. If, the, if I've backed a player who has a strong forehand and they are constantly hitting that forehand strong and doing well and winning points off that, then that's a good trade for me. I can, I can watch that and think, right, I know that they're doing what I want them to do so I can relax slightly, just slightly, and wait and keep waiting and I'm watching my exit point, my profit exit point at this stage for that exit and then I take that exit and then I get out. If my tennis player isn't doing that for whatever reason, it might be they're just not on their game today, which does happen, then I can pull out of that trade before my stop loss. If I really think that this is a car crash trade, 
and I just think they're not on it today. I can reduce my loss and come out early because my initial thoughts, my strengths and my weaknesses of that player, they're not happening today. So out we come and we can reduce that loss. And that's one of the things that a lot of people ask me about how do you know when to reduce that loss or when to delay those trades. It comes back to my trading plan and experience. So my trading plan states what I'm actually looking for in that game from that trade. And I'm talking like granular details, guys. Like if you're backing someone who has a strong forehand and they're hitting with the backhand all the time, why are they using the backhand? That's not their strength. This, if they continue to use that backhand and you continue to stay in that trade, you're just going to lose money. And then again, that comes from experience. I know the players. I know the markets. But you can, everybody can learn that. Once you start getting granular with the data and with the executed plan, then you can make those losing trades a lot shorter because you can spot the weaknesses. You know why you're in that trade. That is what you're always going back to. So it's like when you write an essay at school as a kid and they get you to put the question at the top and you're always going back to that question. It's exactly the same. You're always, always going back to that question and assessing whether this trade is viable on your information. That's tennis, guys. It's all data, it's all granular, and I'm really in-depth and in-detail with what I'm actually assessing and what, what I want to, to know about that trade. I'm always watching it. Football is another sport in which I trade. Those of you who know me know that I trade the NFL, the tennis, and the football. Football, I've got the plan, guys. And I'm trying to picture how I think a game will unfold. Now, I'm not getting involved straight from the start. I'm waiting 15, 20 minutes or so to see how this game is unfolding. How are both teams set up? Is, For example, is a team targeting a certain player that I also think is a weakness in that team? So it might be a right back or a left back. Is that the channel in which the team are trying to get down? How is it looking? Are they getting down that channel? Are they whipping the ball in? Is the striker getting into the positions I know he can get in? It's no good a team like Man United playing the ball into feet to Lukaku when he can hold the ball up and bring midfield in and then they can hit them hard. That that's the kind of information I'm looking for. I'm looking for. I'm looking Man City, for example. Where's Aguero playing? Is he playing off the shoulder of the last man? Are they playing that ball into him? Is De Bruyne sat behind him? How's he doing? Which which foot are they getting the ball onto? No good a player like Mo Salah shooting with his right foot when his left foot is his stronger foot. You know, these are the kind of things in which I'm looking for. I've got databases of notes on players. And I advise you to do the same. It's like Sacco, the defender. I'm a huge fan of Sacco. But when he switches off, it's dangerous. Same with Lovren. Although Liverpool's defence is... Let's not even talk about that. But these are the kind of things I'm looking for. I'm looking for... When their fullbacks are bombing up, who's telling them to bomb up? Who's telling them to stay back? Because if the centre back or captain isn't, or the goalie, then that that's important an important piece of information to know. Because if they're just going at free will, that's leaving that position exposed. 
So then, are that team attacking that? Are that team attacking that um, that angle? Are they going for that left back? Because if they are, or right back who's bombed forward, then that's an opportunity. So I'm looking for how that game is unfolding. What's the game playing out like? How are the players doing? What is the data also backing that up? So that when that opportunity comes, I might be backing goals, I might be laying the draw at half-time. I can look into that data. I can check that with the notes in which I have on how the game is going. And then if that all matches up nicely with my initial thoughts and trading plan, then that is great. I can get into that and then we can move forward and that trade can start. So I can then back or lay that trade. Once from that moment, I am then now looking for those things to continue. Those things to continue happening all the time. So if my initial thoughts are that there's going to be goals, there needs to continue to be lots of shots. Lots of shots, lots of corners, lots of opportunities, but not just opportunities. There need to be pretty good ones. I don't just want shots from 40 yards out and a team throwing the kitchen sink at a, another team. I'm wanting shots on target. I'm wanting players to get through to one-on-one -on -one opportunities if that's what the, the striker is good at. They're the things I'm looking for. And then if that's not happening, very similar to tennis, I cut and run and get out. If it is happening, I carry on until I get to my exit point for my profit. That's it, guys. That I'm all about the data and trying to put together in my mind and on paper and how it is happening, what is happening, how the game is unfolding, all those kind of things. That is it. A well, I have a very, very well executed plan. And I'm going to give you a quote now from a man that you will have all heard of. And I think it works really well in this situation. And it's from Sun Tzu, who says, and he gave this really excellent quote, and I, it just sums trading up for me. I love this. It's the general who wins the battle makes many cal calculations in his temple before the battle is fought. The general who loses makes but few calculations beforehand. That sums it up perfectly for me, guys. I make so many calculations before I've even entered the trade. I'm even thinking about the weather, how that's going to affect the team. Is it is how's the pitch? Is it bobbly? Does this team like to zip the ball around? They're not going to be able to do that on this pitch. These are all the kind of calculations and things that I am looking for in deep detail before the battle is even fought. And I think that that comment, that quote is absolutely amazing for that. I think it works absolutely perfectly. And that is what I'm going to leave you with, guys. So Thank you very much for listening to me. I really do hope you enjoyed that. Drop me an email, a tweet, anything. I would love to hear from you. I'm going to be back next week with the After Trading Podcast. So again, thank you wherever you're listening. Cheers, guys. Have a great day.